Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here, and please excuse my morning voice. I am recording this at 6.17 in the morning. I know, really, really early, but this is the best time that I have found to be able to record these episodes for you guys, just my busy working mama life, and so here we are. I am so excited to bring you episode two in our Spring Clean Your Kitchen series, which coincides with our free Spring Clean Your Kitchen challenge, where we are spending four weeks decluttering, reorganizing, and setting ourselves up for a healthy, balanced kitchen. If you want to join us in the free challenge and get the weekly printables, as well as join the private challenge, Challenge Facebook group for weekly live videos, community support, and prizes, head to healthymamachris.com slash spring clean. I'll put the link in the show notes. Today, we are talking all about organizing your fridge. How do we get our fridge to a place where it works for us instead of feels like a scary abyss of all of the things when we open it up? I know so many women that I've talked to who are like, I just don't even have the brain space to tackle the fridge. I don't have the time. But the thing is, when you create systems in your fridge, just like when we create systems anywhere in our life, it doesn't become so hard or burdensome. So what I hope to share with you today is how to organize your fridge in a way that works for you and in a way that you can keep up and be sustainable with and maybe just need to do a clean out twice a year instead of feeling like you need to overhaul your fridge every single week. Now, I understand some of us have bigger families than others, and that means that, yeah, there are going to be some families who just need to bring in more food and their fridge gets a little bit messier week to week. And I do recommend keeping up with it week to week, but I promise you having some systems will make it a lot easier to keep up with. So let's go ahead and dig into organizing your fridge. First and foremost, I want you to take 
everything out of your fridge. Yes, you're going to need a little bit of time to do this, so put a movie on for the kids, give them their tablets, put on a great podcast or some of your favorite music so you can dance around while you do this, but I want you to open up your fridge and take everything out and put it on the counters. I want you to take some time to just clean your fridge out First, use some sort of an all-purpose cleaner, take out the drawers if they need to be taken out and cleaned out, which I know that every time I do a fridge clean out, I definitely need to. You should be able to take out your shelves, take it all out, clean it out, make it shiny, fresh, and new before you start organizing. I promise this step is essential. It is going to make you feel so good. I love putting some baking soda in the back of the fridge to deodorize the fridge. However, I don't love just putting a whole box of baking soda in the back of the fridge because uh, fridge space is precious space, and I don't want to take up a ton of space with a whole box of baking soda. So what I like to do is I like to take about, I don't know, a quarter cup or so of baking soda and put it in an old spice container and leave that spice container open in the back of the fridge and clean it out or change it up every month or so, really honestly whenever I think about it, but it's about every month because I do a fridge clean out every week and I'm like, hmm, I could probably use cleaning out that baking soda. Baking soda doesn't really go bad, especially when you're using it for these purposes, so you just keep the baking soda container, the box, in your cupboard and then you just refill it when you need to. I like using a couple drops of lemon essential oil too. It doesn't last super long, um, but it does just make the fridge smell a little bit nicer at least the first couple of days. Um, So I will put that in the back of the fridge in that old spice canister open. You don't want to put the top on. You want to keep it open because it's going to actually absorb some of those smells in your fridge. But hopefully... After you've done this clean out and you have this system created, you're not going to have a lot of things in your fridge that are going to be smelly, (laughs) but that does help to deodorize. So once you've taken everything out and you've cleaned it all out first and you've put in that baking soda to deodorize it, I want you to take some time to map it out. Now, if you think this is going to take you a while, yeah, you can put things back in your fridge for a while. At this point, hopefully you've thrown away anything that needs to be thrown away and you are only putting back the things that you are actually going to keep in your fridge. So I didn't really mention that, but it's really important to make sure that you are looking at everything that you put back in your fridge. Nothing goes back in your fridge unless it's good and ready to use. So if you want to put things back in your fridge at this point, you can. Food that goes in the fridge has anywhere from three to four hours to be able to sit out before it goes bad. Now, it does matter if it has been sitting out before, like if you have a really long grocery commute or something like that. So if you know that the food that's in the fridge has been out before, um, I would recommend putting it back in the fridge. However, you do have some time to keep it out of the fridge without needing to worry about food safety. So this is totally up to you. I like to keep it out of the fridge whenever I'm doing a new fridge organization because I like to see the empty fridge so I can do the next step. And that is to map it out. Before you start to really organize anything in your fridge, yes, you're going to have to take everything out again if you do want to put it back in. So this is totally up to you. I just want to give you the option so you're not like, Chris, I don't want to keep all of these cold foods out of my fridge. It'll be fine if this isn't going to take you that long. And I don't think it's going to take you that long, maybe 20 minutes. But if you're nervous, you can put them back in, but you are going to take them back out again before you put them back in. Here's why. I want you to start with a clean slate an empty fridge, and I want you to map 
it out. I want you to decide where everything goes before you put it back in. Have a plan. Most of us have no plan for our fridge and we just put things in haphazardly. Oftentimes we're putting things in where they don't belong, where it's not serving those items the best, where it might not be the most food safe, where things might actually go bad quicker because we're not thinking about how we organize them in our fridge. So I want to help you with all of those things. First and foremost, your goal is to place like with like. Now, oftentimes this is things like placing vegetables with vegetables and meat with meat, but it can also be things like placing school snacks with school snacks. It's up to you and what feels the best for your brain, but I like to just operate by the principle, place like with like. What feels alike to you? Peanut butter and jelly? you might want to put those next to each other. You might want to put the bread next to the eggs because you oftentimes make toast with eggs and you pull those two things out at the same time. It's really up to you what you decide is like with like. However, I want you to consider what are like items that you oftentimes use together, okay? If you use them together, on a regular basis, place them together. When you are mapping out your fridge, I recommend starting with the drawers, the crisper drawers, and then any other drawers you have. I have a pretty small apartment fridge, so I just have the crisper drawers, and then I have another drawer that we use for things like deli meat and cheese. And that's what I see typically in most families is that they have one to two other drawers. But start with the drawers, make sure they're all cleaned out, And when it does come to your crisper drawers, make sure that you are keeping any veggies away from your fruit. The ethylene gases in fruit can make vegetables ripen and therefore go bad faster. Now, this can be really helpful if you want your whatever, your avocado to ripen and you can put it in a bag with a banana or an apple and it'll ripen faster. But when they're in the fridge together and you don't want your broccoli to go bad, don't put it in with the apples. (laughs) So keep the vegetables away from the fruit and make sure you are using the correct settings when it comes to humidity because fruit likes humidity in general a lot more than vegetables do. Vegetables need less humidity for the most part. And I also don't ever put leafy greens um, in the crisper drawers. I just find that they go bad a lot faster. So I keep them in there. If I get them in the clamshell containers, I either keep them in the clamshell containers or I will put them um, in produce savers. That's my favorite way to use produce savers on greens or berries. That also helps to keep them. So typically I keep those on the shelf but I'm getting ahead of myself. We're, we're sticking to the drawers first. So organize your drawers first, clean them out, take out anything that you don't need and ask yourself if you are storing things in a way that is going to serve them the best. So veggies with veggies, fruit with fruit. And then what are you using the other drawer for? Is it a catch-all or is it intentional? Is it just deli meat and cheese? Things for lunches, whatever it is, decide what you are going to use every part of your fridge for before you start putting things back in. This is going to make a huge difference. So your general principle when you are organizing your fridge in any in any fridge is to put the meat and the fish on the bottom, okay? Vegetables in the middle and cooked foods or pre-prepared foods on the top. So imagine you have three shelves, meat and fish on the bottom, 
veggies in the middle, cooked or pre-prepared foods on the top. The drawer is the warmest part of the fridge, so you don't want to store things like milk on the door because you're going to be constantly opening it, and every time you open it, it's going to get warm, and it just tends to go bad faster. So on the door, that's a great place for things like condiments or nuts and seeds, things that you keep in your fridge that aren't going to be as perishable, that you're just trying to keep longer. (laughs) So... Meat and fish on the bottom can be tricky if you do have drawers directly underneath. Just make sure you're putting them on a pan. I have a very small baking sheet that I like to put underneath my meat just to make sure that if there is any leakage, it's not leaking under the vegetables. It's unlikely the way the fridge is set up. Me just want to be food safe. I have food safety certifications in two countries because I worked as a chef in Canada and the U.S. So, and it's it's true everywhere. So, just make sure the meat and the fish are on the bottom so they're not dripping on your vegetables. And if you do think that there would be a concern there, just put a tray underneath it. Not a big deal. You can get something cheap from Marshalls or Walmart or something like that just to put underneath there. But keep it safe. The veggies in the middle that are not in the crisper drawer are also going to help keep them better. Just like I mentioned, I like putting them in produce savers. I like keeping the greens on the middle shelf as well. And then the top is where you might want to put things like your dairy items. So your sour cream, your yogurt, eggs can go up on top. If you're going to put bread in your fridge, bread can go on top. Um, And then like pre-prepared leftovers. So I like to think of the bottom and the middle shelves as kind of the raw food shelves. So these are things that I'm going to use to cook. And the top shelf are things that I'm either going to top things with or that have already been cooked. Now, if your fridge is not set up the way you want it to, if you feel like you can't fit things in it the way it is now, did you know that you can adjust your shelves? Most fridges, you can adjust your shelves to your liking. So decide where you want things to go and adjust your shelves as needed to work for you. I One of my favorite things to do in a fridge and something I highly recommend is using bins. Making sure you label them so you know what is to go in your bins and then your kids who can read also can put things back in the bins. But using bins almost acts as like adding drawers to your fridge. So you can just pull something out. You can grab what you need. You can pop it back in. It's much easier than just having a jumble of things everywhere. So I'm a big fan of using bins in the fridge to keep things organized. Now, you don't have to, but I do recommend it. And I am going to share some of my favorite bins and the things that help me to keep my fridge organized in the Facebook group. So definitely come and check that out if you're more curious about that. I'll probably share over on Instagram as well, but there's a limit to how much I can share on Instagram. (laughs) I can only go live for an hour. And if you can't tell, I love talking about this stuff. I love talking about organization. I love talking about food safety. And I love talking about systems that make living your healthy, balanced life just that much easier. So here is your game plan. You are going to take everything out of your fridge and clean it all out first. Make it shiny and new. Yes, this might take a little bit of time. That's why I recommend you put on a podcast or some great music and put a movie on for the kids. Use a old spice canister and add some baking soda to it and put it in the back to deodorize the fridge so it smells nice and fresh. Map it out. Decide on a plan for your fridge, placing like with like, starting with the drawers, making sure you're putting food in the right drawers. You're adjusting the humidity and you're making sure veggies and fruit are separate so you're not making your food go bad faster. 
Arrange your meat and fish on the bottom, meat and fish on a tray if you are afraid of leakage, vegetables in the middle, and cooked or pre-prepared items on the top. Adjust your shelves as needed to make sure this is working for you. Make sure that you're putting less perishable items on the door, things like condiments, and use bins to make things easier to pull out. I love having a bin for the kids that they can go in and just grab things from, and so they know that that's their bin and they don't have to ask to grab anything from there. Um, and lastly, don't forget to label things to make sure that it, it that you are sticking to the system because you remember where things go. <laughs> a few bonus tips. There are a few things that you should store in your fridge that you probably aren't. Nut butters that you don't eat fast, any sort of fats tend to go rancid faster than we think they do. So if you're not eating your nut butter within a week or two, you want to keep that in the fridge. You want to keep yeast in the fridge if you make pizza dough or homemade bread. Yeast survives a lot better in a colder environment. If you've ever noticed any recipes that use yeast, you actually warm it up to activate it. So when you keep it cold, it'll last longer. You want to make sure you keep your soy sauce and your maple syrup in the fridge because even though they can be kept outside of the fridge, they will last a lot longer inside the fridge. Unless you're like us and you go through maple syrup about as much as you go through water. <laughs> Put pre-cut celery and carrots in water and change it after a few days to keep them nice and crisp for lunches and snacks. And when in doubt, Throw it out, okay? This is one of the number one food safety principles that you learn when you do the food safety certification. If you're unsure about something, I know it feels wasteful, but it's not going to feel great if you give yourself food poisoning. So when in doubt, throw it out. And last but not least, do a check once a week to clean out what you don't need anymore, what is going bad, and also write down what is in the fridge. In my Healthy Mama Meal Planner, I have a whole sheet every week where you do a very brief fridge, freezer, and pantry inventory. Ask yourself what you have and what you want to use so you can use up what's still there from last week in next week's meal plan, avoiding food waste and saving money as well. I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope you can tell that this is like I'm totally nerding out on this and I love it. So I hope that you'll join us in the Facebook group. I hope that you will join me over on Instagram because I'm going to share my own kitchen and those fridge organization tools that I shared with you. Remember, I'm going live every Monday in the Facebook group in the Spring Clean Your Kitchen Challenge, expanding on these Healthy Mama Hacks episodes, and I'm giving away prizes, so you don't want to miss this. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash Spring Clean to join for free, and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.